Welcome to Tanya's Good Vibes Podcast, where we explore everything and anything that makes us feel good. We party through love and light, and we find the blessings through the tough parts of our personal journeys, period. So my guest today is a workplace well-being specialist, meditation teacher, and a holistic health guru who has developed a unique online program that moves energy and emotion to inspire change and expand our consciousness. She's here today to share her amazing personal journey and talk about following your purpose, awakening your potential, and using meditation to receive insight and guidance, as well as managing anxiety and stress. Let's give a warm welcome to Louise Hallam. So happy to have you here today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you, Tanya. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. I'm so excited to learn all about your journey. Uh, Maybe would you walk us through how you became who you are today? (laughs) Oh, wow. Um, So I think when we initially spoke, um, I talked a bit about my childhood and that's a big, big part of really my journey. Um, So I'll just touch on it a little bit just because um, I think a lot of people can resonate with maybe not having um, a really bad time in childhood, but there were things that really affected them into adulthood. And mine was um, I had my mum had a, a serious mental health condition. She was in and out of psychiatric care all of the time. Um, and then my father it was a, was an alcoholic so mm. our home was always a little bit dysfunctional and um, I kind of normalized that so it became like a normal habitat for me mm. but um, what that meant was that I really held on to all my emotions like all the time so I couldn't be emotional and not one of the main reasons was and I'll, and all, I'll always remember this is that um, I was always told like, I couldn't worry my mum because if I worried her it would make her poorly so I did everything to just like not share how I was feeling um, and that kind of went on until I was until I was an adult and it just they would either come out really unhelpfully so I would just have like bursts of emotion I would just keep a lid on them and then eventually it just makes you you know make, makes you poorly makes you stressed and makes you anxious right so um I had a big big impact on me and I think sometimes you don't realize until you grow up how much of an impact it, it has actually had um so I did struggle socially with anxiety and also in work so I was quite shy when I am an introvert anyway don't have a problem with that but I, I find, found it really difficult to express myself and part of that was just worrying about what I was you know going to say and the impact that that was going to have mm-hmm. and so I spent a lot of time working in offices and working in administration, working in project management, but I, re- I didn't really ever fit in in that in that environment, and I always felt a little bit lost, a little bit like I wasn't ever quite being myself. I could turn up and play a part, but I wasn't quite being being myself. And and I think as a lot of people do, you, you come to a point where you think, well, actually, there's something else. There's something else I'm meant to be doing. And the big turning point for me was that um, the last time that my mum went into hospital, which was, um, say, 10 years ago, I started doing meditation because that really helped me because I used to get so stressed going to visit her in, in these like horrible like hospitals. Oh, yeah. and doing their best to take care of people, but obviously, you know, that it can be quite traumatic. Right. Um, so I would um, do, I thought, right, I need to find something to help me stay calm. 
so I started to meditate and, and I thought, oh, it, it really worked for me. It really helped me to feel calm and I could go there and just be sort of focused but not absorbing everything. And that meant that I decided to train as a, as a meditation teacher because I thought, well, if this has helped me, imagine how it can help other people. So I was really keen to share that. And, and that was really the part of my, the start of my journey into exploring sort of spirituality, exploring your subconscious and being able to access that part of your mind, positive thinking, mindset, kind of opening up or the door to all of those things. Mm. Uh, that was kind of about three years ago. And I decided then I was going to start a meditation teaching business I left my 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 work and um you know big leap of faith and um started to do to do that um but I knew that that wasn't that wasn't it it was part of it but it wasn't the whole story and I then had a chance meeting with a lady who was a spiritual mentor spiritual teacher who I had I'd never really come across but it was almost like our paths crossed because they were meant to wow and uh, yeah it was it was one of those I know you I know I'm meant to work with you um they call it synchronicity don't they or you know um mm. a chance meeting and we hit it off and she said I can do this work with you and I was like yeah no idea what it was going to entail um but it was basically about accessing the purpose of why I'm here and who I'm here to help who I'm here to serve and going on a complete um roller coaster of a journey to discover and access that and yeah that's kind of where I am now really when you had that meeting and you went through that process did you did it make you kind of go back to your childhood and you know kind of open that up and accept you know what was going on at the time so that you can work on yourself right now or was it more of a moving forward experience it was definitely um Lots of reflecting, almost cleansing and clearing all of that and the and really um, observing the, the massive impact it had on my had on me. And I think that's part of the self-discovery of, of ourselves right. is to really think about what those experiences have brought us. And although they are sometimes quite painful, I have learned that it's also those are the things that make us grow. Exactly. Yeah. And those are the experiences that often lead us to our purpose as well. Mm -hmm. So I believe that however difficult those times were and those experiences that I went through, they were given to me for a reason to explore and to resolve and then to, to help other people do the same. Mm -hmm. Louise, I, I kind of, I could resonate with that because, you know, growing up, I had a similar uh, upbringing where not exactly mental health issues, but my, you know, parents and, and my, myself went through hard times uh, where we lost a lot of people in our family. I lost my sister at a young age, so it definitely affected yeah. my parents. And a lot of times I've noticed that growing up I had to kind of be the strong one you know like hold everything inside my emotions my pain my sadness mm -hmm. and be strong for my mother be strong for my brother and uh, I was always kind of the, the the pillar where everybody leans on and I always said you know what that's who I am I'm strong I'm and everyone would say wow you've been through so much you're such a strong person and I'd say yep yep 
I'm, I'm strong, you know, but then I realized later on that I just kept that bottled inside, you know, and I never really expressed it or, and a little bit like you, I wasn't introverted, but I wouldn't, let's say at work, you know, in the nine to five life, I work in HR and I work with people. So, you know, speaking, it was good for me, but then I, you know, I felt like, okay, everybody's judging me. No one likes me. Uh, Whatever I'm saying is not smart enough or not good enough for what I'm doing. What am I even doing here? And there was a lot of self doubt. And I think it stems from that as well of never really looking inside and, and discovering who I am. And when I let that out, the spiritual side came in as well, you know, and similar to you, you, you started through meditation. Well, I started through yoga, you know, yoga and praying, gratitude and all of that. And a lot of people think yoga is just a workout, which it definitely is, but (laughs) uh, it's also really good for your, you know, your mind, your body to just kind of take a second. Yeah, definitely. And I think uh, yoga and meditation really go hand in hand as well to, release energy and keep energy flowing so it's exactly it's really helpful to do both so almost for the physical part and then the meditation is for your mind so they do really go go well together yeah exactly so so now you met your you know your spiritual friend and you uh you know work together with her so how did that translate into uh you know creating a program to help people in the workplace so it was basically um almost having to go through that journey myself so i could then take other people through it so each part of it um was about looking at all of those things that that had affected me so starting with things like energy and it's exactly what you've talked about so it's the things that we tell ourselves all along that we'll just keep saying, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not good enough or, you know what, no one's really listening to me. Nobody understands what I'm saying. I'm just going to sit in the corner and hopefully nobody will notice me. And um, these all come from somewhere. They might come from past experiences or when we're younger, or even sometimes if we're ready to explore them from past lives. Um, so it's, it's recognizing that and actually you can free yourself from those those things and replace them with something else which is the truth of who you are mm-hmm. um it's then almost the, the the as you're uncovering the layers so you start to reprogram your mind and your body and when you start to do that you suddenly start to realize that underneath all of that there's somebody else and that someone else is a, is a bit more confident and they've got a different set of skills they actually um they're quite um sassy maybe you know <laughs> You got um, you start to see a different person because our personality, our personality is made up with with all of those things, and we realise that actually our personality is just a, a layer of who we are. It's not necessarily who we are, the real us. Mm-hmm. And so it's really starting to explore then that potential. So almost like getting rid of all the weeds in your garden, um, discovering who you are, and then working with the emotions because. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's it's a, it's like a, a cycle of you you're constantly managing it. So you're not you don't sort of clear something and then you think oh great brilliant I've done all the work. It's like a commitment to work on yourself and on work work on your inner self. And I think that's that's what I would say is it's almost like a, then it's a lifelong commitment to to keep discovering. Discovering, yeah. Yes, <laughs> which is never ending. And that's something that I learned because I was almost like oh okay you know yeah I'll be done and I'll be you know. <laughs> oh no 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 we're not we're not there yet so it's a lifelong um, journey that's a lifelong journey but yeah 
to it to kind of embrace that journey and um enjoy it and to get to the point where you're no longer held back by those things that held you back but also as i was saying is to to acknowledge that those those experiences are the gifts that brought you to today um, and that often have made us more resilient they've made us stronger they've made us connect with people we can wow. empathize with people more because they've gone through a similar situation it, you know you're then you're drawn to those people who you're going to help so it's all part of the rich mm. the richness of who you are really um sure yeah and i find that right now since we're all you know locked up in our houses and for, for quarantine that a lot of my friends who were a little bit more on the materialistic side and let them be who they, they are and they have their own journey and love them very much. Uh, but they would always kind of make fun of me and say, Tanya, you know, you're so kind of hippy dippy. You like crystals and candles and all of that. Oh, why are you burning sage? That kind of stuff. And But now they're actually starting to, it, it kind of looks as if they don't have those material or social distractions as much so they're actually calling me or they're you know texting me asking me asking me well okay what were you talking about like i feel like i'm going through some type of spiritual you know maybe awakening or they're starting to ask more questions on that or how did you start meditating and how and it's just so funny because they're you know they're looking inwards where yes. this whole time yeah. Uh, it's it's kind of like a collective awakening. I'm noticing more. It is, yeah. And and I think um, if you read about the people who know what's coming and know what's what's happening, it's exactly that. It's an, a collective consciousness and a, a collective awakening. So there'll be those people who were, were already switched on. There'll be those people who are almost just starting to get that sense of something and maybe reaching out to, to other people like you say like maybe friends who are like going oh okay there's something happening and then there's some people who are just going to carry on as normal right for however long so everyone's at a different stage of that journey but eventually everybody will will have their own level of awareness and it's it's, it's how deep you then want to go with it in order to find out more or you get a calling to have a different kind of purpose. Mm -hmm. And that's often where it can start. You, you get an inkling that there's maybe something else for you. Or... Right. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, like I said, are starting off in their journey. Uh, and a lot, and people are saying, well, you know, start meditating. That's the easiest way to kind of get to know your higher self, get to, you know, let go of all, you know, your, the things that you, that are not serving you. Uh, so you're the meditation expert. I like to know maybe a few tips, oh. uh, on how to get started. Cause a lot of people say, oh, I sat down for 10 minutes. I couldn't even sit down. My mind was racing. So, so what would you say to someone who's, uh, willing but you know having a hard time doing it yeah and when I um, used to teach I used to teach a lot of people who'd never meditated and there were always there was always a quite a bit of apprehension about it and not knowing what to expect and thinking I'm not gonna be able to do this and I don't know what what it's meant to feel like so I think the biggest thing is to have almost no expectation of what it's going to be like and mm. to hold that each time you sit down to meditate because sometimes what can happen is we can sit down we can have a really positive experience maybe we see things or we um, get great 
flashes of inspiration and then the next time we sit down to do it like you say our mind's just racing and we can't focus and we can't sit still so it's to have no expectation of what that experience is going to be each time and just to be really open and curious about it and that then takes the pressure off having a you know a wonderful experience every time and also just to start with a really short amount of time and I think because I think one of the other things is people think like you say well I need to sit down for 10 minutes or I need to sit down for half an hour and if I don't do that I'm not I've not done it right um so start with two or three minutes and that's Mm. that's fine actually the the research is that say three minute is beneficial and you will get the benefit from from doing that maybe try doing it twice a day um and actually doing it at a regular time helps as well because it gives you a pattern and a habit so if you're going to do it first thing in the morning or before you go to bed then keep that regular time and find a space that is where you do that where you're not distracted by dogs and (laughs) kids and kids and (laughs) um the washing machine or or you try and find a a space it doesn't have to be a um a shrine or anything you know it's just a, a a place where you go and where you then say to everybody else if you share a household with other people you know what this is my time and this is when I'm going to do this and can you can you respect that and all of those little things help you to build up a, a right. habit generally right. Unless the house is burning down or if someone gets hurt or bleeding, I'm not, leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Do not disturb sign. That's, that's it. Um, and I think that, that helps. Um, there's also, there's a couple of um, really good apps that you can use. So there's the Headspace and those are really popular one. Oh, yes. Yes. And there's one called Calm um, and Insight Timer is a, really good one as well because it's free and it's there's lots of different meditations that you can search on so mm-hmm. there's there's something for everyone on there as well that you would know, be mine I, I tried in the beginning to sit down like on a pillow and uh, I, my mind would start saying okay what do I have to do today tomorrow and it's okay for your mind to wander off first but as long as you bring it back to where you were and you keep breathing but at first I was having a really hard time. So I started doing it in the shower and I would imagine, you know, that the water is kind of washing away all the negativity Mm -hmm. of that day, you know, or whatever was going on. Let's say if I had like a negative thought, self doubt, okay, like wash away. I'm soap. I'm washing it away. And I started with that. And then now, um, like you were saying at night, uh, I found every in the day, it doesn't work in the morning. I don't even want to talk to anybody until I have my coffee. But uh, at night I put like a self guided YouTube meditations or like sleep hypnosis and all of that. And it really, really helps to sleep. And it also kind of like works on my subconscious while I'm sleeping which is yeah that's really good and I think I think that's it I think you really hit the nail on the head in that is to find what works for you so try mm-hmm. something and if it doesn't work for you then try something else because there's going to be a time and there's going to be a type of meditation that will work for you but there's mm-hmm. if it works for someone it might not work for someone else um right. And I, and I think that's the other thing is that there are different styles of meditation as well there are, there are some that are um much more affiliated with with say particular religions or um philosophies but y- you know you can just explore it rather than tying yourself to one thing or 
and mm -hmm. I say trying one thing and thinking oh this isn't for me um, right and it's, it's consistency I find yeah I think the consistency is really key because one thing that people tend to do is go right do you know what? I don't feel good I'm gonna I'm going to meditate but actually what you do is if you consistently meditate all the time no matter how you feel it helps you to manage mm. your well-being and that's that that's that's absolute key to it yes <laughs> so you know you you came up with this program and it's more, I know that it's geared towards uh, CEOs and upper management and, you know, uh, more people more in the leadership position in the workplace. Uh, I'm sure it could be, you know, used with everybody else, but you, that was kind of your, your target. Uh, and it, I, I think that's so interesting because when we work with, when we see a CEO of a company or, you know, a, a manager and we say, oh, well, you know, they're, they made it, you know, they, they got that job title, they have the money, they have everything. So why would they feel so, you know, lost or empty inside? So I just wanted to know, you know, uh, maybe some of your experiences with, with working with, you know, these CEOs and, uh, you know, what this what this program that you have is all about? Yeah, um, it's a really good question. And I think it is about what people rely on. And we're, we've been programmed as a society to rely on the external. So it is all about right. um, my job title, my status, my material, the material things that I have. But actually, ultimately, those aren't the things that make us feel fulfilled. What makes us feel fulfilled is being in our potential and our purpose. and being the person that then takes other people through that. So on the surface, yes, people at that level uh, appear to have made it and have it all. But actually, once you start to explore that with people, they have the same insecurities that we all have had, and they just have the ability to to maybe cover them up better or right. um, to just cope with them on a day-to-day -day basis. And I think one of the things that... I have experienced is that a lot of people tend to play these two roles so they go into work and they yes they are this person who can lead and manage and manage um, big projects and manage big teams and big finances and um, but actually they have a dual personality and that when they're out of work they have a different persona or a different personality mm. or a different role because they've almost made themselves into into someone else at work and so you then have to think about well why is that why you know is that because you think people won't accept who you are or you don't feel comfortable with yourself so you're you're then exploring the same things that we've talked about and as you say it it can work it will work with anybody is right. to, to say well what is the energy behind what you're saying and is it aligned with who you are or or is it is it a misaligned so therefore what you're saying isn't actually coming from a place of who you are. Um, and then are those emotions the same as we've talked about? We've all maybe got experiences that have influenced how we manage ourselves emotionally and therefore how we interact with other people because we're all emotionally triggered by certain things or, or certain circumstances. So it's getting a real understanding of that and then an un so therefore an understanding of your deeper self and therefore really grasping your potential and your your purpose and when you can do that and you can honor it with your values and your morals and you can then guide an organization through that and people through that you can imagine how much more successful that that business and that person is going to be 
right they're doing they're doing it from a place of trust and respect and rather than push push and struggle mm-hmm. um so there's nothing wrong with how people lead and manage but it's exhausting for a lot of a lot of people because they're they're, they're doing it from from the place of, of someone else and and that's you know that's that's where the overwhelm and right and and if i find that when when people are so numbers driven uh you know or you know try to increase productivity by kind of having more of a like telling people what to do uh instead of asking and instead of just caring about your employees and caring about who they are uh you know what they think what they believe in and actually you know showing them their you know that you value them uh there's a lot more productivity and effectiveness and the sales actually do go up let's say if yeah you- it, yeah it's it's a natural then it's a natural byproduct of treating people well and actually identifying what people are really good at mm-hmm. and like you say what they value um and being clear about what your values and vision are not just for yourself but for the organization and this is what i've started to call conscious conscious leadership so it's mm. being awake and, and conscious of your impact on on everything around you and the planet and um yourself and 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 everything and humanity rather than focusing on those numbers and that's the difference that we will start to see that's amazing i love that that's a what a great program that you have you built oh thank you (laughs) i have a question when it comes to you know leaving the corporate life because i think you were in in the corporate world for about uh, 25 years about and I as well getting into you know this type of industry but mm. always working the nine to five and do you have any advice for anybody who is thinking of kind of branching out and doing their own thing and actually you know believing in themselves and you know t- jumping to this type of, of yeah so I think it's really finding those people that will resonate with you and starting to follow them because you'll find that a methodology or a teaching or a book or a video will spark something or you'll, you'll talk to someone about it or, you know, it'll connect you with somebody. And that, that's almost like how you start to um, build up that um, and, and to find like-minded people. And I think it's not necessarily about being in a, spiritual group but just just like-minded people so starting to look out for other groups in your local area or on facebook Mm -hmm. and certainly like entrepreneurs there's lots of um really helpful groups for entrepreneurs to get good advice and to get good positive vibes about entrepreneurial from from a heartfelt place which is about people and not um profit Right, right. And There's so many groups out there too to that that have you know just even if you're just starting out, and people who are starting out too, I find that you know they they're so scared to make mistakes. People are so scared to make mistakes, but that's how you grow, and that's how you you know continue on to your personal journey and business, and uh, it could be anything. You, you just have to go and try different things. Um, yeah, and I think I think that's it. I think once you start something. So it might be, it's a bit, it's a bit like you have, you've started something which is probably going to lead to something else. So it's, right. it, it's having that 
um, confidence and belief in yourself mm -hmm. to go, well, I'm going to do this. I don't really know where it's going to take me. Um, but to know that it's a good thing and to know that it's connecting you with people and helping to spread a good message rather than trying to get business. That's right. And, and that's the big lesson to learn, I think. And um, I know that I was, I was told it's, you're here to serve, not to sell. So if you can come from a place where it's coming from your heart rather than from a business, then it will all fall into place. Oh, I love that. I love that. I wanted to ask you, you know, we were talking a little bit about the quarantine before and you just released a video on your YouTube about low vibration. And I, I really believe that when you know, you live your, your life in fear and you're always watching news and the media and you mm. see all these negative things happening and then you're scared to go outside and then you go, you know, and you feel it when you go to the, to do your groceries now or yeah. go to the pharmacy, everybody's just kind of, their vibrations are so low that the anxiety, you just feel it off people. Well, at least I do. I don't know. Uh, but um, do you have any tips on raising your personal vibration? Yes, it's, I've been doing exactly this today today because I think it's how you talked about when you're um, sensitive or you're empathetic, then you pick up other people's vibrations and other people's energy. Right. And it took me ages to realize this because sometimes I'd come home and I'd be like, what is wrong with me? I've just, you know, I just feel like I've been hit by a truck. Um, <laughs> But I realized that um, you just have to pass someone in the street that was in a bad mood and I'd just like suck it up, <laughs> suck it up. And the more that actually that I developed and the more that I sort of opened spiritually, the almost more heightened it became. So exactly, so it's, exactly. it's actually um, really important to protect yourself when you, when you go out. And I think um, I particularly found during this time, as you say, you've really quite rightly said is that everyone was in this like heightened state of panic heightened state of anxiety mm. and there was a couple of week, weeks like when I went out when I was just like really even protecting myself I was overwhelmed with other people's energy so um to protect your energy is you can do things like imagine you're in a golden ball of light or sometimes people imagine they're in a bubble or in a in a big uh, wearing a big cloak of protection um, that's one way you can do it. Um, that's good. I like that. Yeah. Just, just imagine anything that's like a loving, pre you know, presence of light or, um, just to say to yourself, you know, I'm safe and protected. I'm, I'm not absorbing other people's energy. Um, keep away from like news and social media. I stopped watching the news like really early on because I couldn't, it, it was just impacting me so much. Yeah um so really just avoid it altogether get your update if you need it but then completely avoid it a lot of um cleansing your energy so using things like crystals i think you mentioned that sage at the beginning so i have yeah we're <laughs> wearing a full arm of uh, armor yeah using crystals for protection so i'm not an expert on crystals but you could just look on the internet you can carry crystals for protection. You can um, have sprays. So I have those sprays in my room. Um, it's because it's important to clear your house as well. Mm -hmm. um, and keep yourself 
positive. I think, again, quite early on, I decided that I wasn't going to keep gossiping about it and mm. thinking about it. And almost like, not pretending it's not happening because it's affecting all of us, but but at least just just keep going and just be positive. And Well, like you were saying, I, I like that, you know, it's good to know what's going on, but you said limit yourself. Limit yourself to maybe... I don't know, 10 minutes of the news, you know, read the stats. Okay. How many people are infected? What's going on around me? Uh, you know, where, where should I go? Not go. What's the, the news now? And then done. That's, That's it. Once you've got the it. facts and now we've got most of the information that we need, but there is updates. Mm -hmm. So we have an update here every day for an hour, which I never watch. No, <laughs> I watched maybe like you say five, five, ten minutes, and then you, you've it. got what you need. You don't need to absorb yourself in it. And even right. social media, like Facebook and um, you know LinkedIn, it, it, maybe at the beginning it was all it was all this atmosphere of fear and panic. So the more you read that, the more you're absorbing it, and right. you don't want to be also feeding into it. So you don't want to be reading your panic in into that exactly you can even absorb that from social media as well negative mm -hmm. energy so mm -hmm. um, and yeah. uh you were talking before you're like having some crystals around i know i know that one of them has really really helped me get rid of negative energy and it's uh there's uh it's the, usually the darker ones there's one black tourmaline i don't know if you've ever heard of it but yeah. it's like a black stone and you could find it in anywhere you know in crystal shops or you know around and um i my first experience with it was i had a coworker, and she was just so like negative negative energy anytime she would come mm -hmm. around me like give a snarky comment comments trying to bring me down uh, she knew that you know i had i used to have a public speaking kind of you know it's not anxiety more than you know actually being scared but yeah like i would have that feeling so she would come yeah. by and give say something negative about my public speaking just to bring my you know me mm. down and and so i said you know what like let me let me try this so i brought some black tourmaline to work and i put it on my desk and i don't know why since since the minute I put it on the desk, she didn't even talk to me anymore. It's as if, I don't know, she, it just repelled yeah, that's her. Amazing. That's amazing. That's good. Yeah. It's good, good that you know the names of them as well. I have so many around my office, but I don't really know what they all do. Right. Doing, yeah, doing they're doing good. good. <laughs> but eventually what you find is that your positive energy will start to almost um, repel negative energy. So if you do meet someone in there maybe a little bit negative then like you say they will either not not want to be around you or they won't come too near you which is yeah that's when you know that you're positively vibrating which is a good good indicator right right awesome well thanks for sharing that uh last question before i let you go uh, I know that uh you know you know a lot about holistic health and i just want to know what it is and uh how we can be holistically healthy <laughs> yeah i think i think that's um to me that's it it's to look after the whole part of you uh, to connect emotionally physically and spiritually and mindfully um and to find 
to find that sense of self and to consider all parts of you to to be whole i think i think that's that's it so it can mean it does mean lots of lots of different different things but yeah really to to look after every every part of you the best best that you can and to to have that commitment to to do it because I, I quite often because I still have to manage my well-being and my health all of the time I didn't suddenly find get to a point and think yeah yeah I don't have to do this anymore <laughs> doesn't that doesn't work like that and I, and I think particularly if you've been through a lot of um experiences that have impacted you you do tend to have to manage it more than maybe other people do mm -hmm. um so it is consistently applying it um to the whole self and and i'd say to listen to those signs i think i've really learned to slow down to listen to my body and then to take the action that it's asking me to take so if it's to rest it's to rest it's not to keep going <laughs> right until until um, <laughs> until something worse happens our, our body is very intelligent and it, it it's it has the ability to heal us but we very often don't listen until it's too late that's why people get really stressed and then they get sick so I see we spoke a lot on the spiritual side where, you know, how could we, you know, be more spiritual? So yes, you know, meditation, yoga, all of that stuff. Awesome. And physically, I'm from what I see, of course, working out really helps and uh, what we consume. So, you know, processed foods, of course, we know, although they're very delicious, they're not good for us. Uh, and, um, you know, so more eating more fruits and veggies and all that, that makes sense. But on the emotional part, I like to know how we can uh, live holistically when we speak emotionally. Oh, this is uh, a big <laughs> passion of mine because this is uh, a big part of what I. This is a big part of what I do, and it's also a big part of how I think I've managed to transform managing my own emotions because it was such a big part of me. And I think um, what I've been taught or well actually it's the wisdom that i always had so it's reconnected with is that your your emotions are, are a gift so what happens is is that when we feel an emotion we tend to push it down or we, we tell it tend it to want to hide it or um we just we don't want to deal with it so it's something we we don't like well actually if we just acknowledge it and release it so it's almost to intensify it and and ask what it's there for what is it that what is it trying to tell us you can actually physically just move emotions out mm. of your body and release them and yes that sometimes means that you have an emotional response but then once you've had it it's gone mm. so the key to managing your emotions is to to listen to them ask them what they're telling you and then to move them on and if you can constantly do that you're constantly then back in a place of of this present where you're at peace rather than struggling with those and fighting with those emotions all the time um but that sometimes means you've got to take the layers away so we all have these type of surface layers of emotions that are maybe off 
the triggers, <laughs> the things that, that set us off that you need to kind of dig, dig into a little bit. Mm -hmm. But then once you've got those, you can then just manage the day-to-day -day ones. So you could then maybe just go, oh, do you know what, I feel a bit sad. I don't know why I feel sad about that. Just find out, oh, okay, it's gone. But you've got to, yeah, you've got to uncover it. So it's, there's a little bit of a, a journey into some places we maybe find a little bit bit hard. But then once that's done, it's it's easier to manage on a day-to-day -day basis. But, but I think it is to confront them. I think mm. when you've had those experiences all the time where it's just been hide, hide, hide them and then, you know, you, you, can, you can set yourself free from them. That's that's the thing. And also that it's never too late to do that. Right. I think. Um, also, uh, what I find wh when you said that, it really resonated with me because you either tend to bottle them up or you know, say, okay, I don't want to deal with it right now. I'm over it. I would say I'm over it. And sometimes, you know, my boyfriend and I, you know, have maybe like a little disagreement. Uh, we hardly, we don't argue that much, but we do disagree. It's normal. Uh, and then it would, it will trigger an emotion in me, um, you know, and I'll just say, okay, I don't want to deal with this right now. Like it's fine. You know, I forgive you or everything's fine. And I move on right away. And he kind of, grabs me and he's like no we're gonna sit down and we're gonna talk about it why are you feeling the way you're feeling and at first you know letting it out it sounded so silly you know sometimes you know he's oh i'm mad because i don't know you're it brought up a memory from from the past like a, a past relationship that i got angry over someone else that has nothing to do with you or uh, you know, I didn't like the tone of voice that you said it in. So I'm pouting right now, you know, and when you let it out and you actually, ex you know, express it, you're like, oh, well, maybe, you know, maybe I did react the way I, it makes you, I guess, understand more of yourself and where you're coming from. Yeah. And I think, um, I think I can, again, you know, I can really resonate with that because that's exactly how I used to deal with things. I would, I would, I just couldn't express. It wasn't that I didn't want to express my emotions. I just just couldn't. I just have been so programmed to not let them out that they physically wouldn't come out. So actually it's been it has been um quite difficult to learn how to do that. But I think once you can, then like you say, and it's great if you've got someone as well, he'll just go, right, no, we're gonna we're gonna face this now. And you're going, Oh my god, I don't want, but then it just comes out and you just go oh is that it was that it you know that rather than it just festering and sitting yeah, becoming with, this big monster in your mind big monster exactly yeah. but also what what does happen it's like say maybe you've had something that's triggered a, a memory or or a situation that's that's something that's being presented to you as a gift as i've said to mm. say do you know what if i show this to you you can let it go when you let it go it'll go this this particular memory and situation is going to go for good hmm. because it's attached to a past experience that's so interesting I didn't think of it that way yeah because yeah. if you if you just think if you if you then just went you know I'm not going to deal with this now all you're doing is putting it back in the box for another time right so it's gonna it's gonna bring up those emotive feelings but it's going to clear it so that eventually you won't get triggered by that again. Right. And it's true. It, I'm not triggered as much anymore. Yeah. And if, it, if the thought comes in, you're like, okay, why am I feeling this? This is why it's gone. 
you know, before, like you said, I would let it fester. So yeah. yeah. And that's, that's interesting. What, that's why meditation helps with that process. You know, we've talked to, we've talked a bit about that because that's when you can start to notice your thoughts. Once you can notice your thoughts, you know how you're reacting to something and you then have that split second to be able to change how you react to something mm. as opposed to it being an automatic programmed. Right. Right. Wow. <laughs> I love this conversation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Uh, so before we, we leave off, do you want to, um, you know, do you have any final thoughts or words that you want to leave to our listeners? I think it's to use this time wisely. So we've been given this time for a reason to, to slow down, to do that inner work, to take care of ourselves. Um, so, so use that time um to think about yourself and i think something that really helps with that is to have a journal or a notebook and just to start to make some notes and to free write hmm. thoughts that come up and just get things down and out of your mind because our minds are racing all the time and unless you start to access those subconscious thoughts you you know you you're not going to benefit from this this almost this precious time that we've been given right to that's that's my next step is to journal I, i'm looking forward to it yeah and it can be really enlightening as well mm -hmm. yeah and once you start it just flows like people are like how do i start just just write just write just sit somewhere um put some music on or just find a quiet space or walk go walking and right you know mm -hmm. when you've been for a walk awesome cool <laughs> well louise thank you so much for coming thank uh, you th thanks to all our listeners who tuned in uh, for more information on louise's program and where to connect with her please check the description below uh, if you want to see or hear more good vibes please subscribe like or share this podcast with a friend always love to hear your reviews so please let me know what you think by leaving a comment and blessings and good vibes to all you beautiful people Bye. <laughs>